Or do join us on Facebook Live if you can right now, because it's the final part of the radio premiere of American playwright Alan Olenichak's play, Helt, Texas. The team is still trapped under an avalanche. Get down! I shot someone. I was so angry and, and scared, and everything's so confusing. We, we're, we're all trapped here, and, and it keeps getting colder and colder, and no one is coming for us. I was going to shoot. You were aiming it at him. You idiot. My, my leg. I'm bleeding here. I can apply a tourniquet. Torbjorn, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. Just go I, away, Arthur. How does it look? Let me clean it first. Looks like you were just grazed. I think you'll be fine. Arthur. It was an accident. You know this. Are you ready for me to tighten this? Just do it. This will hurt. Do it. I'm sorry. I'm fine. I hope you can still continue your research once we are rescued. I've come too far not to. Everything in my life has led to this trip, and my dissertation, my degree. I grew up with only my father. He said I could be anything I wanted to be, and I believed him. So I always knew I wanted to be a scientist. I've wanted nothing else. That's why I'm here. Oh, I mean, not here, now. <laughs> Of course not. Just so you know, I enjoyed our date. I thought we agreed that it wasn't a date. Norwegians have no patience for romance. <laughs> You're more romantic than you think. Some chocolate? Please. Thanks for being kind to me. I'm not sure if I really deserve it. We all deserve kindness and love. You will find yours in time. I hope so. No one earns love. It's a hard lesson to learn. Although it is easy to love Alexei. Alexei would have been the first in his family to receive a university degree. This was the plan, at least. Until I became pregnant and we eloped. Alexei's parents blamed me when he left university. He walked away from a full scholarship. This is embarrassing to say, but I look at Sarah, I see my own failures. To feel envy. Everything must come easy for her. Sarah's a scientist. She works much harder than she has to. I suppose. Appearances can be deceiving. I think I need to talk to Torbjorn. May I? Sure. 
We're still good, right? Would you like some? It's fine bourbon. <laughs> I would, but I'm still hoping we get out of here. Oh, I'm so sorry. No worries. We're good. I cannot wait to check out of this hotel. <laughs> I never really thought about my life up till now to question it. I think I want something else. Maybe teach at a university. Enjoy the life I didn't appreciate at the time. May I ask, why you become, um, uh, uh, an Arctic naturalist? Yes. It goes back to grade school. When you fell in love with science? I had zero interest, actually. I was kind of that awful kid that made school miserable for everyone. I hated sitting, I hated teachers, I hated being told what to do. I remember there was this stupid writing assignment about an animal we would find on our class field trip. So I argued with my teacher, who finally gave in, and let me write about any animal. She figured I wasn't going to write anything. I never turned in my work. Anyway, I chose to write about the Arctic fox. And for some reason, I became kind of obsessed with them. Arctic foxes are clever and fearless. They're survivors. They kind of became my spirit animal. My teacher helped me with the spelling and the research. I skipped recess and wall ball just to work on that assignment. I was so proud of that paper, which turned out to be four pages long, which is kind of a big deal for a third grader. Miss Wilson even let me read it to the whole class, and everyone was like, well, Arthur's not so stupid after all. This sounds ridiculous now, but talking about Arctic foxes made me special. It helped me find a way to connect. No one laughed when I said I was going to be a scientist in the Arctic. I don't want to die here. Me either. I'm frightened too. The lantern, which has remained lit up to now, begins to suddenly dim, and they watch the flame extinguish itself. They now sit in darkness. We die here, my son will never know his parents. What kind of mother leaves her child behind? A mother who made the smartest choice she could. I know you will see your son again. Is always hope. And Alexei. Yes, hope remains. Alexei will be found, and he'll be fine, and you'll both be together with your son. We've been here for almost 38 hours, I think. They must know we are here. Maybe. Maybe. Still no signal. What are you thinking? My father. Since I left for college, we talk nearly every day. He must be worried sick. I'm sure. I'm really all he has. My mum died when I was young. I don't even remember her, I guess. She was around my age when she was diagnosed with cancer. So young. My father never remarried. My grandmother told me he tried to date when I was small, but eventually he gave up. I guess he 
He wanted to spare me another loss if it didn't turn out. I sometimes pretended I had a mother. I remember in elementary school, our class made Mother's Day cards and the students would present them to their mothers at an afternoon tea party. All the other girls had mums who baked cupcakes, chaperoned field trips and read aloud on Fridays. I lied. I told the other girls that my mum was a very important businesswoman who was too busy to come to a silly tea party. I guess Miss Robert overheard me and called my father. So he sat me down for a gentle talking to. It was the only time I've ever seen my father cry. And you never forget that kind of humiliation. He always said, we only get one great love. Maybe that's not true, because he poured all the love he had left into his only daughter. Perhaps I can meet him one day. If I die, I'm scared for our future. But this is the best time in history to live the world prospers. I want to make it better. I just don't understand why you can't see what I see. What am I not seeing? There's so much wrong in the world. It's totally true. Deepening inequality. And yet we must all stumble forward. Wealth being hoarded at the top. When we believe we are failing, we lose faith and we forget the world is richer, healthier and better educated. Humanity continues to be a success. Technology drives us apart. If humans created these problems, then we can also find the, the solutions. How about the thousands of man-made compounds and sheer tonnage of e-waste we've created? Why lose sight of successes and focus only on your failures? I want to spend the rest of my life in the Arctic. I'm tired of greed and violence and indifference. I've had enough. In the last 50 years, the percentage of the world's population living in extreme poverty has plummeted. Life expectancy has risen by 20 years, with a decrease in child mortality rates down by half. Almost all children now attend primary school. Over 8% of the world is literate. People are working fewer hours but earning more. Despite these setbacks, more countries are adopting democracy. Women are more empowered than any time in history. Sexist, racist, homophobic attitudes persist, yes, but they are less acceptable as we confront them. Coal, nuclear energy and natural gas are still being used, but they are in decline, while clean energy keeps getting cheaper and more available. The world is getting better every day. These are all facts, knowable, measurable, quantifiable. You must believe, because it is the right thing to do. Because science is the pursuit of truth, and truth prevails. I hear you. And I hear you. It's so cold.
Yes. They know we're here. Alexi is alive. It's going to be okay. Everyone in the city is helping out. Yes. Thank you. There are four of us. Yes. Only one of us is hurt. No. We're freezing, though. It's really cold. Yes. Thank you. They look at each other with uncertainty. Perhaps they'll be saved in time. Perhaps they won't. To be honest, I'm not sure how this story is going to end. Either way, I do know the world just keeps spinning. generally not one for poetry, but I remember these lines. The best lack all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. Surely, some revelation is at hand. So freaking cold. It's so cold. Stay with me, Torbjorn. third and final part of the proscenium online theaters production of helt texas by alan olanichak the narrator was michael c Pizzuto, sarah daniela down natalia muriel hoffman forster torbjorn nicholas atkinson arthur hamish campbell and alexi jai day helt texas was produced and directed by nicholas atkinson <laughs>